Hello, this is the Anthony Gonzalez-Clark Show, and I'm your host, Anthony Gonzalez-Clark. Who knew? Who knew that when I grew up, I would become a racist, sexist, intolerant bigot? It was written all over my face, wasn't it? Didn't they know it when I was born? Didn't the doctor warn my mother? No, he didn't. She should sue him. Or maybe it was my modest two-parent household. Maybe it was being raised by my Jewish stepdad, who stepped in, took care of two children that weren't even his. Maybe it was the Old Testament that influenced these patriarchal and masculine traits of obligation. The same patriarchal and masculine traits that, that make me so bigoted and sexist and homophobic and xenophobic. Maybe it's society that's making me this way. It's in the system of everything. We, we just can't see it. It's like the scarabs and the mummy. It's burrowing through my body. And now it's in my brain. And the only way to make it stop is to crush my head against the wall at full speed. Hello. So this is episode two. Track two. Show two. So if, uh, so if you're a high school student, college student, just getting out of college, <laughs> this podcast for you. Or someone who is just steeped in leftist thinking. You're looking for a way out. Well... Look no further. Today will be an extension on the last podcast. In that podcast, it was just about what to expect when you get into politics or what you should expect when you get into politics. So why and why and why challenges are good and, and if you're not challenged and why it's bad. So everyone will agree that challenges are good. We know it's only a way to get better at understanding anything. That's why we have teachers and tests and look, this is all obvious. Getting out there, living life to the fullest, we can't do that if we aren't being challenged. Learning how to persevere under hard circumstances. I mean, how can we just go through life? So, this leads me to my next part, which is, I don't think the majority of you will be challenged at all. And what do I mean by this? I mean that in the age of feeling, when things don't turn out the way we were taught to think they should, the people in our lives that we trusted told us to trust them, the teachers, politicians, preachers, and parents influenced by the age of feeling, when we are faced with that moment of why this is happening, like in the end of Cloverfield, it is because you weren't challenged. You became bubble dumb. Along the way, I, I want to tell you the differences between the people who, who hold left-wing ideas and right-wing ideas, and why I think those who hold right-wing ideas are more likely... Uh, to be ready when they come across sad facts about reality. Let me explain with a little experiment why I think the majority of you who hold left-wing ideas will not be challenged and those with right-wing ideas will always be challenged. And this is something that I went through personally. So, but, but the idea that is behind this is to get you thinking about how strong your views are or how strong your views become when they're scrutinized. I just want you to imagine a high school student you're in high school from 2000 to 2004. Now, a lot has happened in those years. You're a high school student, and you make it known that you're supporting George W. Bush. Okay, so I know what you're thinking. I was faced with an exchange of views and a polite conversation where everyone had a very astute question and enough time to answer them. Everyone was listening to one another, and the discussion went on for hours because we were just having such a great time. Because we were looking for understanding, clarity. And maybe we didn't all agree, but we're all a part of this world trying to connect and get answers to make sense of everything. Or maybe that's not how it went at all. It probably went on the lines of, he's an idiot, so you're an idiot. 
president's a moron. He's worse than Hitler. He's a liar. A thief. He lied us into a war just to enrich his buddies. If you went through something similar, you knew that this was coming from the teachers as well as the students. I remember one of my teachers saying how offended she was by the the mention of George Bush's name. And you can physically see her disdain. Now, just flip that around. You're against George W. Bush. Do you think you faced as much opposition as those who supported him? Or were you presented with a pat on the back, praise, and a certificate of bravery? Did well-known celebrities star in movies sympathizing with the president, clarifying his policies, and making the public aware of the tragedy and necessity of war? Or were the movies just one-sided? They just blamed Bush for everything and and made anti-war and anti-troop diatribes. How many high school students were forced to watch Fahrenheit 9-11? Or that other documentary, No End in Sight? Now, I want you to imagine a high school student questioning the validity of man-made global warming. Maybe you don't think man has all that big effect on the earth. Maybe you've looked at all the evidence and possibly came to the opposite conclusion, and you bounce your ideas off of fellow students and teachers. Do you think that was a smart idea? Hmm? What if you were against abortion? What if you were against unions? What if you said Citizen Kane was actually not that great of a movie? Is anyone triggered right now? What I want you to really understand is why those in these prestigious universities dedicated to educating and expanding your mind and introducing you to new thoughts and ideas, developing critical thinking and so on, it seems more and more these days that they're against the idea of critical thinking and logic. Why does it seem like they don't want you to face any challenges at all? Why do we have trigger warnings and hate speech codes in safe spaces? How can those exist on a campus that promotes itself as, well, just read any college website that attracts you? Universities weren't supposed to be places with this kind of barrier. You can get in here only if you think this way. If you have these other thoughts, if you hold opinions outside what we deem acceptable, you will be shut down, protested, screamed at, called names, threatened, personally attacked, physically attacked, and so on. Doesn't it sound like they want a certain type of person? I mean, is it a person that they want or some automaton? With all these things in place, not just at college anymore, it's trickling down to high school and elementary school, is it any wonder why you feel like challenges are forbidden? Why would you even think about thinking differently? Why would you even try to attempt it? So, a lot of you won't be challenged. I don't care how many movies you watch where the protagonist is some environmentalist trying to save the rainforest and the parks and up against the mean corporations that want to open up a Walmart. These parts are written to influence the nonsensical idea that environmentalists are rebels, that they are against the grain, that they are up against an overwhelming opposition. This isn't reality. This is leftist fantasy. In reality, everyone you meet sympathizes with some new environmental awareness I have never met anyone, anywhere, who was some environmental rebel. Every business, every school, every job, every city is dominated by some environmental influence. Solar panels, you've probably pissed on some urinal cake telling you to conserve water. Everyone is driving a Prius, and so on. If you hold to right-wing ideas, you're kept on your toes a lot more. Which is a great thing. I'm not against that. Conservatives right-wingers, just anyone who goes off the leftist trail a tiny bit should have their views scrutinized. 
your views are just going to be modified. If you're a left-winger, your leftist ideas will most likely never be scrutinized because it is so easy to avoid a dissenting voice. All you have to do is go to one station, Fox News, to find it just a sympathetic ear to a conservative voice. Or you have to turn to AM radio. And who listens to AM radio? Therefore, your ideas, left-wingers, will only be reinforced. Right-wingers, you look for better ways to make your case and why left, why the left is wrong. While left-wingers will, will think you're just evil and avoid you. They'll compare you to Nazis and who would listen to a Nazi? If you heard it before, you know what to say and move on. You become more self-aware. You've become more open-minded because when the left start to eat their own, because one of them started using logic and started going that logic trail, and when they start eating their own, we just need to be there in open arms for that person, telling them, I told you so. Anyways, I hope this was helpful in some way. I'll probably extend this just a little bit more. If you decide to get into politics, you should face challenges. If you haven't faced any challenges, you're probably a leftist. I'm Anthony Gonzalez-Clark, and this is the Anthony Gonzalez-Clark Show. Thank you for listening.